4 through 15. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. I did not say these things to you from the beginning, because I was with you. But now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, your sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove the world wrong about sin, righteousness, and judgment. About sin, because they do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father, and you will see me no longer. About judgment, because the ruler of this world has been condemned. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot hear, bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into the, all of the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but he will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For the reason I said that, he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is the word of God for the people of God. And in heaven above and on the earth below, 
sun will become a void of darkness, and the moon will become blood. In the great and dreadful day of the Lord will arise. Sunday. But before we begin, will you pray with me? Oh God, be in my words and in all of our hearts as we reflect upon your word. Amen. Have you ever been so confused or scared at what is happening that you don't know where to turn or which direction to go? That is exactly what we read about in our scripture passage today. These disciples go from anxious and scared to filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts 21, please, nope. Acts 2, verse 1 through 21, provides a swift detail about the Holy Spirit changing languages of the disciples, so they can share it to more people how they can see. A miracle is so grand that thousands were moved by it. Have any of you here ever witnessed a miracle? Those miracles are meant to show us the sign, a path to take. Do any of you know what the biggest miracle documented in this amazing book is? It's Jesus dying on the cross for our sins and rising again. On the day of Pentecost, also known as the birthday of the church, People were crowded into one place. They hear this loud noise and then turn to see these Galilean men on fire. <laughs> then, then these Galilean men start talking in foreign languages. And did you hear what happened when what their first accusation was? They're full of new wine. Let me put this in simple English for you. They're drunk. <laughs> People had no idea what had happened before them, so they made false accusations because they couldn't recognize this miracle that had taken place right before their eyes. After they were accused of being drunk, Peter went before the people and tells them, they can't be drunk, because it's nine in the morning. Peter tells them that this has been prophesied by the prophet Joel. The amazing part is, the people there understand that it is able to be heard in all of their native languages. If any of you have ever tried taking a foreign language before, you realize how much of a miracle this really is. They stand, they stand there in awe because they hear this come out of his mouth. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. He tells them, as long as you believe, as long as you know Jesus died on the cross for your sins and rose again, you will be saved. All right, take a minute to think. Think about a road sign. The, the octagon-shaped red stop sign. You have your yellow and diamond your crossing sign. And everybody's favorite, the construction ahead sign. With the road sign, you see that people may know what is coming or going, or possibly is coming ahead. Well, isn't that what this miracle was? To warn the people what is coming in the future? To tell us that we should believe that Jesus, Jesus saved us so we can survive and live together in heaven with God? Sometimes there's signs or just a feeling of peace given by the Holy Spirit. And I've heard stories and stories and stories where people don't believe because they can't see it, they can't physically know what is going on. But that's the real challenge. We have to recognize when a miracle is taking place in our hearts or right in front of our eyes. As some of you may know, my grandmother Sharon recently passed this February after battling with dementia. While she was living in her house, she had a nasty fall. If any of you have witnessed a stroke or had one yourself, you would say it was like that. When my mom told me what was going on, I was terrified. 
even though she told me my grandma was okay, I had to see for myself. I had to know personally she was okay. We went to the hospital, we opened the door to her room, and she wasn't there. It looked as though it had just been cleaned, and we were freaking out. My mom was calm. I was a hot mess. <laughs> but luckily, the nurse, we went and asked the nurse. She said she was getting her MRIs. She was okay, and she would be back soon. By the time she gave back, I was shaking. Like, seriously, have any of y'all ever had that vibrating massager? Like, that's what I looked like. I was like, uh. <laughs> But, but she, she, I had to know she was okay. So she got in the room, was adjusted, because you can see she, um, she broke her shoulder right here and her wrist, one of her ribs. So she got adjusted, and so I came, I went over to her bedside and started talking to her. At this point, she could barely respond. Wasn't really able to respond ever after this fall. But I was talking to her about her great-grandchildren, her daughters, and her sister, and how they'd all come to see her soon. Then I told her I loved her, and that changed everything. When this happened, she gave me the biggest smile, like a kid who's at their birthday party. It's present time, they just had cake and candy, the has been open and the parents are going insane. And so she, the smile told me that she would be all right. And that night, I actually could sleep, because I knew she was okay. In this verse, we see that people had no idea what was happening. They were confused and even scared. Imagine if you had seen people on fire and then hear them talking in your language when they did not know a word a minute ago. You would, you would most likely be scared. We all would. Okay, quick thing I have to mention. Have any of y'all ever heard Katy Perry's song, Fire, Firework? In <laughs> There's a verse in there that says, the, all the doors are closed, maybe, so you can leave one that shows you the perfect road. That's kind of what these signs represent. They can show us how, they show us where to go, what path to take, the road that'll help us determine our future. So after Peter tells them that it's the work of the Holy Spirit, have you ever considered that, have you ever considered that the scariest moments in your life, the Holy Spirit's there? It will show you the path you need to take. The fire and passion of the Spirit are going to be with you in your toughest time. And God is too. So before I'm done, I would like to ask you something. How do you listen for God's guidance in your life? How do you know that you're on the right path? Where do you recognize the Holy Spirit at work? 